Welcome to Purgatory Behind the Scenes. My name is Francis. I'm the writer, director and other thinger that's not acting. Um, <laughs> I'd like to, to introduce you to two of our core cast, Charlotte Cottrell, who plays Alexia, and Lewis Alcock, who plays Peter. Hello. Hey. <laughs> so um, just so, so everybody kind of knows a little bit more about you guys. Uh, so, Lewis, do you want to start first? What were you up to before uh, doing the show? Well, um, the year started off quite well. Um, I was in um, a play called Save Your Kisses for Me at the Drayton Arms Theatre literally just before the lockdown. Um, and I was very fortunate enough, once the lockdown happened and a lot of creative projects dried up, um, to have a side job, uh, a side job that I've had for quite a long while, uh, begin working from home. But the sort of department I was working on sort of closed so I had to go on furlough, and then I had a lot of time on my hands um, and was looking for things to do. Um, and that kind of led up to me um, getting involved with this. In September, I'd moved back. I'd been living in Hong Kong, so I'd moved back to the UK, um, got a new agent in Liverpool, and, yeah, the year had started off quite well in January I was in a play, um, Faustus, in Liverpool, and then pretty much straight after that, um, lockdown happened, and so, yeah, everything dried up really, and I was teaching on the side, um, and I was, they obviously shut the school, so um, I was at home, and yeah, finding myself with very little to do. Um, I hadn't done much voice work before, but it was something I always was interested in. Um, I had a microphone from recording myself singing, because um, I do musical theatre as well. And so when I saw the job come up, I was delighted to apply. Um, <laughs> and it was, it yeah, it was just an amazing opportunity that came when I didn't have very much going on, so it was perfect, really. So, elaborate on what you were talking about beforehand. What was the thing that sort of grabbed you, that, that kind of, uh, apart from the fact that there was, like, it was the only job <laughs> on Mandy uh, for <laughs> a while, which I think that's the only reason why so many people applied. What kind of drew you to it? I was, I was on the lookout for something like this. Uh, obviously, uh, as I said, I found myself on furlough. There was a lot of time uh, on my hands. I was on the lookout, um, and this really struck my eye, um, particularly because of the character, because of the character that I applied for and the character that I've subsequently played initially. I just, from the description uh, and then the audition monologue that was provided, um, I just um, knew it's... Uh, Something just struck a chord. I just knew it's something I could do quite well. And it was written in a way um, that sort of reminded me almost of Alan Bennett. The character is just like mm -hmm. a character you'd find in uh, the History Boys or something like that, which is my favourite play. We, we have um, a stage direction in, uh, in Purgatory <laughs> called uh, Full Posner. So yes. a bit of background... Posner is the um, uh, he's a gay teen who has unrequited love for another boy in the school. I remember when I heard your uh, audition monologue, and that was the first thing I was like, "This guy <laughs> likes Alan Bennett." Yes, yes. <laughs> so I, I sort of went full on Bennett with it, um, and yeah, it just it was just this, I just sensed a sort of ditheringness 
um, about the character <laughs> and hopelessness that I knew I could probably deliver quite well. <laughs> <laughs> so, I remember, yeah, I think the the, 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 the clinching was when I was saw it watching your showreel, and I, it was, I, I think it was an advert or something where you were dancing in front of a garage with some other people looking quite confused. Um, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's Beto. That's that's something that I do. So that's cool. Um, yeah, uh, that was a, like a ludicrous advert I did a few years ago, but it's sort of ludicrous enough that I thought. I sh- actually I could put that in my showreel because it shows <laughs> I can just be material. stupid. <laughs> Skill set dancing. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I have proof. Oh, I wish. <laughs> what about uh, yourself, Charlotte? What what kind of grabbed you about it? Um, well, I I really wanted to get involved in more voice acting work, and when I saw it, I really liked um, the way the monologue was written. Um, I found it really relatable. That wasn't the character that I ended up actually getting. That was for Imogen, mm. who is actually very very different from my character. Um, so, but I really liked the writing and I liked that it kind of addressed issues that I related to mm. um, about growing up and um, and how you're viewed by the world and and that, those kinds of feelings that you get through adolescence and, mm. and going into into the age that I am now, um, mm. which I won't I won't discuss. Uh, right there with you, dude. <laughs> right there with you. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so I really liked that and the thought of kind of playing a recurring character that I could really get into and get to grips with was really appealing to me. I've always, I've done mostly theatre and then any roles that I've done screen-wise have been like one-off roles. Mm. So I haven't had the opportunity to really have a character that stuck with me for a long period of time. And so really this... This has been something that appealed to me, um, and you know, actually, the character of Alexia, I do relate a lot to as well. well it's, um, it's, yeah, it's so. quite an interesting thing because because I was when I was interviewing Sandy and Marion, I was like, they are like a hundred percent removed from the characters. Like, if you met them in real life, they would not be <laughs> Sam and Imogen like <laughs> at all. Whereas I think with you two, I think you're, you're there, there's quite a lot of similarities between between yourselves and your characters and I, I, I mean that as a compliment because um, <laughs> like, um, uh, yeah you auditioned for, for Imogen um, Mariner got it and I was like but I really really want her on the show <laughs> and my brother was like well just just make a new character you're like in charge of this you can just do that and I'm like oh yeah um, so so thus uh, gave birth to Alexia um, because Peter was sort of left without uh a confidant like everybody else had the person they would talk to outside of a situation about the situation and, yeah. and peter didn't have that and actually i've I, you know i've i've had out of all my close friendships kind of the majority of them have been with women like i've had quite yeah. a lot of, of close platonic friendships with women and um a lot of the the stuff about like um especially what's covered in the nice guy delusion mm-hmm. uh, from the female side has just been from having those friendships and seeing it from yeah. from their perspective about what kind of kind of goes on like um yeah, for sure. the the peter imogen scenes when i write them they're kind of the antithesis to sam and imogen because <laughs> they yeah. they're, they're so like supportive and healthy and <laughs> Yeah, caring yeah. and they're not just trying to outdo each other all the time um and uh uh and i think as as the the show progresses i think um like 
your the history of you guys uh, of your characters friendships and and the dynamic works really well and I, 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 th- I, I kind of heard that in table read um, when you did your kind of first thing together and and there was uh, for, for me it felt like automatically there was a really good back and forth between you two um, yeah. like you could believe it you could see it like you could see these two people being friends was that the scene where they were out shopping yes Yes. yes, I remember that. I remember that clear as day, and it did, it did get those two characters' relationship off absolutely perfectly. Yeah, um, definitely. It really was, and yeah, and obviously, we kind of sort of clicked quite quickly. It just fell into place yeah. so quickly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I think Alexia's character was solidified because uh, I like to I try like to, to write one line. It's like stuff the characters say that you can say outside of context and it's still <laughs> funny. And I think Charlotte knows exactly what I'm going to come out with. Um, uh, yeah. The phrase "tweedle bitch" and "tweedle asswipe." Um, yeah. I I remember um, <laughs> chatting uh, to you, Charlotte, afterwards, and you were like, "That's something I would say." Oh. 100%. If I haven't said that, I've said a phrase that is very similar. Um, and yeah, people always comment about the, the kind of phrases that I come out with. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and my sister, who was li- who listened to the episode with the, that comment, just said, oh my God, that is, that is just you. That's what you say. Um, and she coins a lot of my phrases that are very similar to that so it felt very relatable and it felt very easy for me to slip into that because it is something that I would say <laughs> as much as that doesn't doesn't sound like I'm a very nice person I'm sure you know I promise I am but. well no because I think I think Alexi's a nice person too she just um, she knows what she knows and yeah. uh, and, and what you get is what you get that's uh, true and uh, she's, you know, in comparison to the the other character who's just psychologically over the shop, mm-hmm. uh, like she's very much more, she's much more grown up um, yeah. than everybody else. And she's, you know, a lot of the time she's big sister to Peter. Oh, um, she's exactly what Peter needs. She is. Yeah, pers- absolutely. I, I, it's 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 an anchor for him when he kind of gets a bit off kilter. And instead of being like, shut the fuck up, it's like, that's nice, but maybe let's do it this way. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's not like a like like a, like a uh, an antagonist. Um, in fact, so, what Alexia represents is like more than anyone else in the show is the friend that you would probably want in real life. I think she'd be the um, only person you'd want to hang out with. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. Sebastian as well. Like uh, oh yes, yes. No, <laughs> quite no, no no offense to to, to to you, Lewis. It's 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 the characters. Um, it's just. Oh, I mean, hanging out with Peter would be infuriating. Well, Charlotte, you know Actually, all about that. Actually, do you know what? I, I, would, I would 100% hang out with Peter. Wee! <laughs> so, you know, maybe maybe I have become Alexia. <laughs> I asked, Sandy and Marion gave some absolute gems. So have you got any moments uh, sort of behind the scenes in recording, things you remember, like either things that were really stressful or things that made you laugh or like... I'll tell you what was very, very um, difficult was um, in the summer we had a sort of period of about a week or two weeks where it was infernally hot. Oh my god, yeah, it really and, was. Oh my <laughs> I <miss> goodness. That now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I definitely miss it. But in terms of recording, um, the thing is like when you when you do voiceover in a studio you've got some beautiful air conditioning and everything like that and it's mm. it's fit for purpose however 
recording from home when it was that hot. It was like mid thirties, late thirties. Um, yeah. It was so roasting. You couldn't have a fan on. You had to have the windows shut. Um, fan on, obviously, because of the noise. Mm. So there was no option when it was at its hottest to record wearing nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we began the uh, the swimsuit edition of purgatory. Absolutely. Um, and I think everyone else was either no, no, scant- oh, everyone was everyone was scantily clad. And then like, of course you end up stuck to the seat because you're sweating so much. I, I don't get too graphic. <laughs> everybody. 100% rallied. It was like it was over a weekend, I think, from what I remember, and uh, and we rallied and we got like 75% of the whole episode recorded and done in the space of two days. Um, like because uh, mm. it, it being audio drama, like it was just so much more speedy than anything else. Yeah. Um, uh, what about you, Charlotte? Um, I I wouldn't say I have I've been very very close to climbing in the wardrobe on several occasions um, mostly because when I moved I, I'd moved back to London onto a main road where Ooh. it is literally <laughs> like Piccadilly Circus, it isn't quite Piccadilly Circus, obviously not affording those types of rents but um, definitely busy and I have basically made myself a pillow fort which is made <laughs> out of um, a, a what kind of your clothes rack dryer with pillows <laughs> and duvets piled on top. So it literally looks like an igloo. Well, it's like a photo collage of all these contraptions. I know. We've done. <laughs> I know. Yes. Honestly, the rock star lifestyle of recording at home. Literally, yeah. So glamorous. And my, I remember my flatmates um, were working from home and they were busy answering calls and working away. And the and the door went for a delivery and I had to kind of like climb out of this igloo and <laughs> run run to the door and I left the door open and when the the delivery driver came to the door he could see in this igloo creation that I'd made <laughs> and he literally looked at me like I'd just made myself a childhood den or something and he was like looking at me like I was crazy the padded um, cell <laughs> I'm just having a bad day <laughs> brilliant <laughs> have you got any have you got a favourite scene so far and it could be a scene you just really enjoyed acting Peter has some hilarious um, moments with Sam in particular and there was, I think the one that stands out the most for me is uh, I can't, I, I, it was when he cries in the garden. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just admiring think, this hedge. Yes. And uh, I think Sam is given strict instructions not to upset Peter, so he goes crying in the garden. Obviously, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> and it was just the way that it was written don't do this, Sam. Don't make Peter cry in the garden. Where's Peter? Crying in the garden. So it's the stupid, the absolutely stupid moments that are so wonderful like that with Peter. I think of, of all the characters, the one who ends up in just like delightfully stupid situations, you know, things like that is him. Definitely. And I know I, I don't want to give it away because I think it's a punchline that that, that, that reserves the, the right to be a surprise, but hmm. all, all I'll say is episode five, Salsa Class. That's all I'll That's say. what I was going to say. <laughs> That's literally what I was going to say. I, I was genuinely... I wasn't acting the laughing that I was doing, like, and, and, and the disbelief. It was, it was really natural. So and was that was that the conversation after the salsa night? Yeah. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Another another one that the, the, the element of surprise is crucial. Um, and, and also <laughs> happened to me as well. Yeah. It was a and real you know thing. That's great for my self esteem. <laughs> that happened to a few of my friends. I'm so glad it's happened to other um, people. <laughs> and it's one of them where I have had conversations like that a few times, but you're still so in disbelief and confused about the conversation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I during the actual salsa class as well, I could fully imagine Peter dressed in like like a little salsa outfit, and it was it was just making me it was just cracking me up. Um, <laughs> Because I th- I, it's something which I, I mean, I try and, and take the ego one side and send myself up in the process to, to kind of write scenes like this. Because so when I was 13 and I was doing ballroom dancing, uh, uh, and I was doing it to, oh to God, a, a rather high level because um, I'd oh, seen Strictly Ballroom and then it was like, that's it. And then I watched and this is uh, I don't know, Charlotte, you may have seen this. Um, <laughs> Burn the Floor, a dance oh musical. <laughs> What the, what the oh, hell? so you? Oh, 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 Lewis! Oh, Lewis! You've not lived. <laughs> Burn the floor. Burn the floor <laughs> is is a Latin American ballroom dance spectacular. Oh you think God, strictly come funny. dancing, but it's basically softcore porn. Like, and I, <laughs> I, I was showing this when I was like six, and 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 we're showing it to oh friends afterwards, and they were like. Dude, your parents Ooh. just showed you full on porn, and I'm like, no, no, it's dancing. Like, no, <laughs> no, that's not dancing. It's, uh, um. So I decided that I wanted to do uh, uh, a solo piece of salsa dance, uh, no, samba dancing, um, and uh, 13 years old in front of my entire year in a sparkly cowboy hat, I oh, improvised Latin American dancing. Wait, have you got dancing. footage of this? Uh, possibly, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Deepest, darkest. Oh, <laughs> Vaults. Kind of to round things off and conclude it, because uh, I, I, I asked the same to, to Sandy and, and Marion. So, if you could give your teenage selves advice, what would it be? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, um, mm, I think it would be. I, I think it literally would be sort of calm down. Um, <laughs> things are usually <laughs> things usually work out all right. I was, yeah. I was a very highly strong <laughs> child, and. And to an extent, you know, like I do get stressed very easily and worried, um, you know, worried about the future for in like all things. Um, always thinking, you know, about worst case scenarios, no matter what the situation is. Um, and, you know, like quite often it's just so needless and it's out of your control. So what's the mm. point of stre- stressing and worrying? So. And it was all of that was worse as a child. I'm better now. Uh, still nowhere near perfect, of course. And I think it would just be, just relax, breathe. It will be all right. <laughs> what about yourself, funny. Charlotte? I think I need that advice now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd say, as cliche as it sounds, it's kind of just be yourself and kind of stick to your guns because other people's opinions about you don't matter as much as you think they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and to not <coughs> worry what other people think of you. And, you know, you know what's right. You've got your morals and your principles. And, yeah, just, like, live your life for you, 
basically. If I hadn't had um, drama camp or yeah, female oh friends God. or that yeah. sort of stuff or writing music or, or, or writing in general or these these characters which which I created when I was 16 years old yeah. um, like yeah it would be it'd be an absolute nightmare um, but anyways um, I will conclude things now so thank you very much to the two of you and you. I have no idea how to conclude it so I will just stop <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure as always. <laughs> Bye.